This episode of the Bills Up Pod is brought to you by Roster Up Media. Roster Up Media is the home to tangible insights and fantasy sports. Follow us at rosterupmedia.com or on all social media platforms. Welcome back, Bills Up Mafia. It is Friday, October 1st. It's still feeling great to be a Bills fan. We got the Houston Texans coming up on Sunday. It is Friday right now, October 1st. We are still happy. A lot of great things to talk about here. We are. I know a lot of us are looking forward two weeks in advance to Sunday night primetime football against the Chiefs, but we got to get through the Texans first. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little Texans. We're going to talk a little matchups to watch, the injury report, who's in, who's out for both teams. We're also going to get a little of our stay hot, stay cold segment right now through three weeks. And we're also going to talk a little about something that's happening today. And today's a big day for someone who's been part of the Bills family. That's number 25, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy, well, I always say, is a Bill for life. The Bills love LaShawn McCoy, and LaShawn McCoy loves the Bills. LaShawn retired today as a Philadelphia Eagle, and I'd like to call out some of my friends, okay, the Joey C at the Giant Up Pod, for sending in a video of LaShawn McCoy talking at his press conference today, saying that he threw some shade at Buffalo. And I'm going to clarify this. In the press conference, LaShawn McCoy goes, the one thing I might I regret in my career was not being able to play my entire prime with Philly. And that is no shade to Buffalo whatsoever. That is him simply saying, I wish I can play in front of my hometown, my whole fans are the best of my ability. That's all he is saying, no shade to Buffalo. And I can't blame him. If you're a top-tier NFL running back, you want to, and you're from Philly, you're from that town, you went to Pittsburgh, you got drafted by the Eagles, you would love to finish, start and finish your career there. Who wouldn't? Who would not want to do that if you love that city so much? But LaShawn has only said amazing things about Buffalo. He's said that Philly's the sport, best sports town in the world, and Buffalo is right up next to it. He's only, there's only mutual love between those two teams. Josh Allen just posted a video today of congratulating Shady, always saying he's a Bill for Life. So he knows that he's also a Bill for Life. There is no bad blood between these two organ that organization and Shady, but I just wanted to remember him for a little bit. This is a guy who I had his jersey early, right away. I loved it, even though it's pretty funny that I had a Kiko Alonso jersey and he was traded for Kiko Alonso. I was the biggest Kiko Alonso fan. He ended up trading for him. Ended up being a terrible trade for Philly, but Kiko didn't pan out. But always, always love Kiko. If there was any possibility that Kiko could come back on the team this year, I would take it. Big Kiko guy, and I could bring the jersey back. But LaShawn McCoy, running back that I've loved forever. LaShawn McCoy in general is one of the most talented running backs that we've seen in the last decade. The way he runs with the ball, the way how shifty he is, the way he holds it, it's something that's always they're going to remember. Everyone's going to remember the, him in Buffalo, and everyone will remember him in the NFL. I believe he's a Hall of Fame running back. He played six years with Philly. He was a three-time Pro Bowler with Philly and a two-team first team. Two-time first-team All-Pro with them in 2011. He ran for over 1,300 yards and 17 touchdowns in his first-team All-Pro year. And then in 2013, he ran for 1,600 yards and nine touchdowns in his All-Pro year as well. Those are two hell of years. Moving on, it gets to 2014. He makes the Pro Bowl, has a good year with another 1,300 yards, just being a very solid Pro Bowl All-Pro running back for Philly. 
And then Chip Kelly comes in. For some reason, there's some rift between them. Sean, they just never got on the same page, and Chip Kelly ends up sending them to Buffalo for Kiko Alonso. And at first, I remember Shady definitely wasn't thrilled. It wasn't that like it wasn't like a right away thing where we saw Diggs was pumped right away to come play with Josh Allen. Like I remember Shady being traded right away, and it definitely was like, all right, I'm going to come play here. But then he opened up the Buffalo, and he loved Buffalo, and he loved every second of it. In his four years at Buffalo, his first year, he only played 12 games, had 900 yards. So he was actually having a good year that year. He only had only was able to play 12 games. He had 900 yards rushing. Still made the Pro Bowl that year. Next year, he played 15 games and had 1,200 yards rushing and 13 touchdowns. Great year for Shady. I remember that 2016 season. Very good year for Shady. Follows it up with another Pro Bowl year in 2017 where he plays every game and he has 12, uh, 1,100 yards and six touchdowns as well. Finishes in 2018 with Buffalo playing 14 games, having 500 yards. Definitely was a, a running back in committee that year, and you could tell he was on his way out soon. 2018, that last year when we made to, uh, the playoffs of Tyrod, that's when he was gone after that. But an unbelievable career for Shady. He was just an electric part of our offense through those years, through those tough years, honestly. And it was amazing to watch him play. I remember just – I'll always remember my roommate, like my roommate Justin Rivera, anytime we were watching Bill's games in the in the dorms at college, he's just always like shaking his arms and, and ball in one hand, making a Shady move. It's just like his running style is something that it, people are never going to forget. And that's why I love him for that. It's just the way he runs, the way his attitude was. He's just a playmaker. He's a just a game-time guy who's going to get it done. And there is only love between LaShawn McCoy and the Bills and one of my favorite players ever growing up watching. My favorite memory of LaShawn McCoy, I got to mention, whatever, we all know the snow game. The snow game is unbelievable. The snow game he had... I want to say it was 35 carries for 150 yards the snow, and a walk-off touchdown. So that game was a game for us to get into the playoffs. It was just legendary all around. That was a Nathan Peterman and Joe Webb-led game where we won in a full-blown pile of snow, 13-7 in overtime. There was eight inches of snow on the field that day. And Sean McCoy came running. 156 yards rushing, game winner, walk off. It was unreal. That was I was something that I'll never forget watching in my college house with my friends. That walk-off touchdown, him throwing in the air, doing the snow angels. He is known as one of the best snowbacks of all time just because of how quick he already was. Him being able to plant a step in the snow, defenders can't keep up with that. So Sean McCoy will go down as one of the best snowbacks of all time. And another game I also wanted to talk about that I remember was the Bills-Niners game, which was against Chip Kelly. So you know Sean McCoy had a little, little revenge in him here. So he, in this game, had – what did he have in this game? He went – I just saw it. He killed it and went. Oh, here we go. In a 45 to 16 pounding of the San Francisco 49ers, LaShawn McCoy ran for. What would he go for here? 
19 carries, 140 yards, and three touchdowns. Take that, Chip Kelly. Take that. Coaching San Fran after your good time in Philly, right? A good thing you traded him five years ago before that when he was at the end of his career, you'd say. I mean, come on. That's just getting rid of that guy. He's a huge locker room guy, too. He's a guy that I remember when Josh's rookie year, he was hyping up Josh the whole time, too. So just wanted to talk about those two performances that I always remember with Sean McCoy. I'll always remember him as a bill for life. Nothing but love for my guy, Shady. Have a great post-career retirement, Shady. And let's move on. Two. Our next segment. Staying hot, getting hot. So we already had our post-game reaction to the whooping of the who do we even play with? So you don't even remember we beat them so bad. We who did we play? I literally can't even remember. We played a lot Washington. Wow. Can't even remember that game. So literally destroying Washington. A couple things to talk about that Washington. It'll come up in my stay hot getting hot. But first last game Josh was the first player ever to have four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, and zero interceptions. You know who else was the actual first time to actually do it? it? was Josh. He's done it twice. He's the only player ever in Bill's history to throw for four passing touchdowns, rush for a touchdown, and have zero picks. So congrats to Josh. I see about four or five more of those in his future. But getting on to the post-game staying hot. Right now, let's go with staying hot first. And right now, stay hot. Matt Milano, this guy is balling out. This guy is everywhere. You can tell the difference between how healthy he is this year versus him playing injured last year. He is everywhere. Tackles for losses, making plays on the ball. In my last podcast, I went over all of his stats, but he is just, you can see it. Any Bills fan, you can realize he is the difference maker in that linebacking core right now. It's not Tremaine Edmonds. He's the difference maker. Also, I would if there was another staying hot to keep on here, I'm only giving it to one person though. I would also have Taron Johnson though. Because right now, Taron Johnson, he's pretty much playing outside linebacker. We have completely got rid of the AJ Klein 4-3 defense. We've gotten big nickel and played in Taron Johnson, and he's playing outside linebacker, covering tight ends, making tackles, making sacks. He is unstoppable right now. So hopefully he's all right because he is questionable this week. Hopefully he's all good. Wouldn't mind if they – I mean, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about the injury report. But Matt Milano gets the saying hot this week. Getting hot. Is someone in the running back room? And his name's Zach Moss. I think the Bills and the offense are finding what they want in this running back room. And I've been getting asked questions asked all week because of fantasy-wise – who do I want? Moss, Singletary. Who's going to get carries? Who's going to get touches? And my same answer has been this. It's still a hot hand approach with these two. If Singletary rips off a big run, he's going to get some. If Moss lips off a big run, he's going to get some looks. But something I can guarantee is on the goal line, Moss is the goal line back. Singletary will not be getting any goal line touches. I can guarantee that. So, Moss will be getting goal line backs, and we've seen that he's been catching balls in the goal line too. So fantasy-wise, I believe Moss is definitely still has the higher upside. I believe this is kind of playing out as all of us Bills fans thought it was going to be in the beginning of the preseason. We thought it was going to be a, a 
a committee and then Moss would kind of take it over. But Moss had an injury in preseason, so we had to kind of delay that a little bit. And it's no knock to Singletary. The guy's playing good. He's playing good. It's just right now with this offense, I believe it's great having our passing attack and then kind of having just like that bull of a Zach Moss getting four, getting five yards, and having him on that goal line is real big time. Singletary's good here and there, but I still think Zach Moss is getting hot, and he is on his way up right now to becoming that lead back. So staying hot, Matt Milano. Getting hot is Zachy Moss. Let's get to the cold. Even though big-time victory against Washington, big-time victory against Miami, and we're predicting a big-time victory against Houston, it's a couple of things that haven't been the best. And right now, that's getting a little bit cold, a little bit chilly. It's the special teams. And the special teams, I'll start with the return game. McKenzie hasn't been amazing. He really hasn't been great, and it makes me wonder with Marquez Stevenson now off the IR, will he get activated at some point and take some returns? McKenzie, we're obviously going to highlight the kickoff in the Washington. That's just a rookie mistake. Not even a rookie. That's just a rookie returning mistake in Buffalo. You got to be ready for the wins. That's a pooch kick that the wins can take another 10 yards shorter. You got to be ready for those. That was very embarrassing, that kickoff. That can never happen again, and that should never happen ever. That is just everyone's got to be ready for that. I can guarantee that that won't happen again this year, but that was uh, that was glaring to me as the special teams was not on the same page. So return game, special teams, let's get better on kick return. Punt return, we're not getting much either. And then on the opposite side, kickoffs were fine. We're not lining up kickoffs. Punting, I don't know if it's anyone else. Matt Hack actually had a solid game last weekend pinning. He had two punts where that were good pin jobs. But he punts it really slow. And every single time since that Steelers block, I've been just like, is he going to get it blocked again? I feel like every time he catches the ball, it's just very slow him from the ball to the foot. And I'm nervous every time he gets it. So hopefully we don't have to punt anymore. But those are my getting cold a little bit. Special teams I'd like to see a little more of. And right now, this group, I'd say, it's a small group. These individuals have been ice cold. I haven't heard their names at all. And it's the veteran DNs. Jerry Hughes, I have not heard his name once. What has he been up to? We, I talked about the pass rush and not being there against Washington, which was very surprising. I thought we were going to get to the quarterback because Washington O-line is not good. And I have yet to hear Jerry Hughes' name. And Mariasson, I only remember from the one sack against Big Ben against Pittsburgh. I haven't heard his name in two games as well. I don't know if this is more it's, – it's not more of a snap count because right now Epinesa through, Epinesa through three games has the least amount of snap counts, even though he's making the biggest – uh, he's making the biggest image of himself. He's making the he's making plays. Him and Russo are making plays, and they're showing out. But I'm not hearing a thing about Mario Aston or Jerry Hughes. And if it starts to if he continues to be like this, I don't know why we aren't turning into a Greg Russo Epinesa seventy percent snaps and Red and Hughes Addison thirty. I would really like that instead of Epinesa getting forty and Russo is still leading our ends, which is good, but. I don't know. I just I need I need to see something from them too, or else get them off the field. I don't know what they're gonna. They're de- 
first of all, definitely don't drop him back in coverage. I saw that a couple times. Jerry Hughes back in linebacker zone coverage. I definitely don't want that. But I'm calling them out this week. If they want to keep playing, they want to keep getting time, I need them to do something. This pass rush has got to do something this week against Houston. Right now we have right end um, Marazin and Epinesa will be going against left tackle Laramie Tunsil. So that's a tough matchup for them. But on the other side, we got Marcus Cannon against Russo and Hughes. So hopefully make a play there. We make a play up the middle with Ed Oliver and Zimmer and Starr. So that's that's my that's my staying cold. The veteran DNs. You gotta wake up, man. Come on. You gotta heat up a little bit. We gotta get this pass rush going. We have the Chiefs next week. This is exactly why we got our pass rush together, to get to that game, to get to the quarterback. So we better be ready for next Sunday, and I want to see it this Sunday. So that is my staying hot, Matt Milano, getting hot, Zach Moss, getting cold as special teams, and staying ice cold as those DNs. But let's move on. Let's move on to Houston because they got a problem. Houston has a problem. They, I watched their game against uh, Carolina last, was that? That was last week? Yes, that was last week. That was last Thursday against Carolina. So they've had a long week to prepare for us. You know they'll be ready to go. Davis Mills actually, before last night, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills has been the highest-graded rookie QB out there. This is his first NFL road start, so this will be interesting to see him. We saw what that was for Heineke last week and his first NFL road start. I believe it'll be the same for Davis Mills. They don't, they, their expectation, I think, in the Houston locker room is let's get in and out of there without this being an absolute blowout and embarrassing. Because David Culley talking to Buffalo reporters, he goes, Make sure you guys go easy on us up there. That's just a quote I would never want my head coach ever to say. So, David Culley already just like, Let's get through this. Let's get in Buffalo. Let's get out of there without hurting ourselves. Let's not get embarrassed. Let's play a good game. Let's get out of there. So them having that mentality, we better absolutely pounce them. Desmond King's been going around social media a little bit this week saying that Josh is more focused on running the ball. So I don't think he watched film last week because he that didn't happen. So I would love to see Josh go for 350-plus passing this week, kind of throw that in Desmond King's face a little bit. I don't even know who you are, Desmond King, but good luck now going against Josh, a pissed-off Josh. We know what a pissed-off Josh does now. Let's see it again this week. Injuries for this week. Sean McDermott has already ruled out Jordan Ployer and John Feliciano. Perfectly fine with it. I think Feliciano's fine. He had a concussion. I think he already cleared, but I think they're just keeping him out. This is a perfect game. I don't need him to play. Jordan Ployer, ankle tweak. Perfectly fine with him not playing this game. He needs to have a huge game against Kansas City. Rest up, Jordan. We know you're fine. You know what that means? DeMar Hamlin time. And Ike Bakker time. Ike Bakker, this is a big play for him. A lot of people in Buffalo, a lot of Bills Mafia are talking about the depth at the interior line. It's not that deep. This is a big day for him. Let's see how good he does. Damar Hamlin, safety, rookie. Let's see how you do in that great secondary because Poyer and Hyde are killing it right now. So you got you got big shoes to fill. Let's see how he does against this uh, Houston team. For Houston, their leading tackler, Zach Cunningham, is out. He's on the COVID protocol. That is. Very beneficial. Leading, I mean, anytime you lose a leading tackler on defense, that's just – that sucks. Sorry, Houston. But things aren't going your way. It benefits us. Sorry. I wish you well, Zach Cunningham. 
All right, we are moving on now to our matchups to watch. Right now, the only pretty much good thing out of Houston right now is Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is has 23 catches, 322 yards, and touchdown on the year, 14 uh, yards a catch. He uh, He's a deep ball guy, and my matchups to watch Trey on Cooks. Just like last week, we had Trey on Terry, and Trey did his thing. You're going, we, we, we signed Trey to be a lockdown corner. And guys that are like Cooks, and guys that are like Terry McLaurin, even though he's better than Cooks, obviously, but guys that are not top 10, top 8 receivers, you got to just shut down. And he shut down Terry last week. I completely expect Trey to shut down Brandon Cooks this week, and I don't know where else David Mills is going to be throwing the ball. Their running backs are Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay, and David Johnson is their running back committee. Farrell Brown is their tight end. And Anthony Miller is their other receiver, so I don't, I don't really know where else they're going with that. They're going to try and get Cook, so we just got to be able to lock that down, and I believe we can. Just a lot of, uh, just a lot of. This is just an easy pot pregame, I believe. I'm not getting cocky. It's just this is a 17 point spread. The last time I remember 17 point spread though was Josh against the Vikings. What a game! How do we all? I'll, I'll always remember that game. Back to back forty point losses against the Ravens and Chargers, where a seventeen point spread, and people saying we lose to Alabama, and Josh Allen comes in and hurdles Anthony Barr to a blowout win against Minnesota. So that was the last time we heard a seventeen point spread. Hopefully that doesn't happen, and Davis Mills isn't hurdling any of our linebackers. But we don't believe that happens. My prediction for the game: forty one sixteen Buffalo. We. Keep leading the league in point differential. We are that is gonna be a stat. Be ready for that on prime time. You know they're gonna pull up that stat point differential. So after this game, we are leading it by a long, long shot. But you know who also I think is gonna just gonna go off this game? It's having a great media week. He's not having the best of year right now, and it's crazy that like not having a good year for this guy is still having six receptions for like 60 yards a game, and that's Stefan Diggs. He's going to have a big day. I believe Josh and Diggs are having their huge, huge, huge day. So I'm taking Diggs props. I will update that on what prop I'm going to take on the Bills Up pod on Twitter. I will be taking a Diggs prop. I will let you know my Beasley one did not hit last week, which stinks because he had 11 catches and he didn't catch a touchdown. But, oh, side note, did we all see Cole Beasley's haircut? Cole Beasley chopped it off. He's got a fresh fade now. I like it. I like to see, and I will see. We'll see how that haircut goes for bees, even though he just had a career game. But that is my prediction. Houston, I believe, has a problem, and Bills win in a blowout. All right. So, thank you, Bills Up Mafia, for listening. This was a little pregame podcast on a Friday. We're ready for Houston. Let's just get the job done. Go through our script. Get in and out of there healthy and ready to go for Sunday night against Kansas City next week. Kansas City's reeling right now. They're one and two. You know, you know, you know. They play Philly this week too. You know they will be ready for Sunday night. We have to be too. All right? I will talk to you after the Houston game. We'll be doing a post-game pod. That'll be posted right away. But other than that, have a great weekend, everyone. And let's end every podcast like we always do. Go Bills. See you later.